Happy Holy Wednesday within the octave of Easter. My name is Jesse Romero. I'm the Latin lover of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, the Latin lover of Our Lady. And I'm Terry Barber, the Lebanese lover of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and the Lebanese lover of Our Lady. And this is Easter Wednesday, Jess. We keep Amen. celebrating the octave of Easter, and I think it's awesome that we can do that. I'll tell you why, Terry. Because tell me, bro. this day... Yeah is unlike any other day. The Lord Jesus Christ on Easter Sunday, mm-hmm. somebody who reg- who the Jews regarded as merely a teacher or a pro- or a man, he demonstrated uh, on Easter Sunday that he's more than a carpenter, that he's more than just a, a, a nice Jewish teacher. He's the Son of God, and he proved it by the power of his resurrection. This changes everything. Amen, brother. It's a game changer. Yeah, as the old Protestant uh, song goes, you know, uh, there's there's a hymn which says, Because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. And life is worth the living because he lives. Amen. Jesse, today's show, I'm hoping we can get to this last segment with you. You actually did an interview uh, with uh, for a video for Governor Ron DeSantis, a good practicing Catholic from Florida. And if there's no, anybody that can handle the issue on the border crisis, it's Jess Romero. I'm hoping we'll get to it. And the reason I say that, we have our good friend, Dr. French, medical doctor, who's very active as a Catholic works uh, with, the, uh, with uh, Father Spitzer. He's just a great Catholic doctor. We're going to be talking to him about, are you ready, folks? What happened last Thursday in California? with the uh, governor and how his idea was to get a bill through that all of our kids would be vaccinated. Well, it was cut. It was stopped. He's going to tell us how it was stopped. And Jesse, I want to give some other good news. Uh, This is a good news story. The universities to pay. This is a university in Ohio state university, $400,000 to a professor who was punished. Okay, Jess, for refusing to use a student's preferred pronoun. In other words, transgender says, hey, I'm a man, okay, but I want to be a woman. you got to call me by the pronoun of a woman. And he said, no, I can't do that. It goes against my religion. He took it all the way to the court, and he won. What's the message? We need to fight this, Jess. We can't just sit down on it. we got to fight it. Also, uh, just a quick note, because this sets up the good doctor. British children are up to 50 time, 52 times more likely to die following a COVID shot government reports. Mom and dad, thanks for not getting your kids vaccinated. We're going to be covering that and much more. But before we get into all of this, what do we do? Some soul food and wait to hear Bishop Sheen's comment. It's outstanding. So Jess, can you bring in the gospel for today and bring us some soul food, brother? Absolutely. Today's Wednesday within the octave of Easter. And uh, we pray, speak, Lord, your servants are listening. Amen. Luke chapter 24, verses 13 to 35. That very day, the first day of the week, by the way, for the Jews, that's Sunday. First day of the week means Sunday. This is why we go to Mass on Sundays. Two of Jesus' disciples, the word disciple means a student of the Master in Greek. Two of Jesus' disciples were going to a village seven miles from Jerusalem called Emmaus. Hmm, Seven miles. Seven, the number of perfection. Mm Mm-hmm. And it happened that while they were conversing and debating, so notice there's a little bit of apologetics going on here and there. Jesus himself drew near and walked with them, but their eyes were prevented from recognizing him. This is very important. This shows the divinity of Christ. 
Jesus, when he wanted to, when he so deigned it to happen, he would prevent people from recognizing him. He also prevented demons from recognizing him when he deigned it to, when he willed it or when he deigned it to happen. It says, he asked them, what are you discussing as you walk along? They stopped looking downcast. That means depressed. One of them, one of them named Cleopas said to him in reply, are you the only visitor to Jerusalem who does not know the things that have taken place there in these days? And he replied to them, what sort of things? They said to him, the things that happened to Jesus the Nazarene, who was a prophet, mighty indeed, and word before God and all the people. How our chief priests and rulers both handed him over to a sentence of death and crucified him. But we were hoping that he would be the one to redeem Israel. And besides all this, it is now the third day since this took place. So notice these two disciples on the road to Emmaus are saying, he said he would rise on the third day, but today's the, today's the third day, stranger, that uh, on the road with us, and he hasn't risen. So their hopes were dashed. They had a glimmer of hope, but their hopes were dashed at that moment, saying, I guess it's not going to happen. The Bible says, some women from our group, however, have astounded us. They were at the tomb early in the morning and did not find his body. They came back and reported that they had indeed seen a vision of angels who announced that he was alive. Notice the ministry of angels. Angels are messengers of God. They gave the, the women that went to the tomb the message that Christ is alive. It was angels that gave that message. Then some of those within us went to the tomb and found things just as they... Uh, just as the women... Yeah, yeah, just as the women had described, mm -hmm. but him they did not see. Mm -hmm. And he said to them, Oh, how foolish you are! How slow of heart to believe all that the prophets spoke! Was it not necessary that the Christ should suffer these things and enter into his glory? So notice, Jesus is giving them an Old Testament Bible study. Mm -hmm. Then beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he, there, there, there it is. Imagine salvation history with the Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> he interpreted to them what referred to him in all the scriptures as they approached the village to which they were going. He gave the impression that he was going on farther. But they urged him, stay with us, for it is nearly evening and the day is almost over. By the way, there's a famous prayer written by St. Padre Pio for people that suffer depression. It's called, Stay With Us, Lord. It comes from this verse here. So he went in to stay with them, and it happened that while he was with them at table, he took bread, said the blessing, broke it, and gave it to them. With that, their eyes were opened, and they recognized him, but he vanished from their sight. Wow, at the words of consecration, they saw the real presence of Jesus Christ in front of them in a glorified human form. They recognized him. Notice what the Bible says, but he vanished from their sight. In other words, our Lord Jesus Christ with his glorified body, just by his mere thoughts, he's able to just, again, go from point A to point B just by mere thought, by mere willing it. And yep. we see this happen here. Then they said to each other, were not our hearts burning within us while, we, while he spoke to us on the way and opened the scriptures to us? So they set out at once and returned to Jerusalem where they found, where they found gathered together the eleven and those, and those with them who were, who, were, who were saying, 
the Lord has been raised and has appeared to Simon. Remember, Judas had, 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 had uh, killed himself, so that's why there's just 11 at this point. Then the two recounted what had taken place on the way and how it was made known to them in the breaking of the bread, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. This is where a lot of people come to faith in Christ in 2,000 years of history. Yep. They come to faith in Christ at the consecration at, at Mass, at a reverent Mass. Yep. All of a sudden, God opens their eyes and quickens their spirit, and they're able to see, A, Jesus Christ is alive. He's the Son of God, and He's present right now totally, really, and substantially in the Holy Eucharist. And what also happens... When somebody has a conversion, a metanoia, an interior conversion of the soul, a prick of conscience, what happens? What, what the apostles just wrote here. Were not our hearts burning within us while he spoke to us on the way and opened the scriptures to us? I remember when I was 26 years old and I was working with a guy named Paul Clay, two young rookie cops. He was an on-fire Calvary Chapel Protestant. I was a lukewarm Catholic. Went to Sunday Mass, but not, and nothing beyond that. When Paul and me, as we worked in the L.A. County Jail as young rookie cops, when he would talk to me every chance that he had, we worked the same shift, we worked the same area of the jail, he talked to me every chance that we had about Jesus Christ. You know what would happen when he would talk to me? Tell me. Exactly. My heart would burn when he would talk to me in the jail, in uniform, Two young cops about Jesus Christ. My heart would burn. And I knew that what he was telling me about Jesus was absolutely true. Amazing. Let's bring the smartest guy into the room, Archbishop Sheen. Full Sheen ahead. Jess, this is a statement. I want to give a little interpretation. You tell me if I'm on to something. He says, the final form of the hatred of religion is a wish to defy God and to maintain one's own evil in the face of his goodness and power. Wow. Let me share what I think of that. Wow. Leaders in the church, if I'm onto something, they want homosexual marriage. They want contraception. They want a descent from the goodness of God. And so I'll repeat it again and see if this applies to our leaders in our church who are in the face of God denying these truths. The final form of hatred of religion is a wish to defy God and to maintain one's own evil in the face of his goodness and power. That's evil that a bishop would do that. Now, am I onto something, Jess, or am I exaggerating? Terry, you're, you're, you're seeing exactly what happened at the time of Christ. Mm -hmm. Guess who were the people that demanded that Jesus Christ be killed? It was Religion. religious leaders yep. that, that, guess what? They spoke with the authority of Moses. Yep. They were the magisterium of the first century church. And, and they're the ones that wanted Jesus killed. We have a lot of the same thing today, Terry. We have a lot of Judases in, 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 uh, in high places in our Catholic Church. And it reminds me of what St. Paul says in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 5. <laughs> yep. You know, he, he, uh, it's a very famous passage. He says, having a form of religion, but denying the power thereof. Wow. When we come back, California lawmakers scrap plan to require COVID-19 vaccinations for school children. Dr. French will share that one. Stay with us, family. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Terry and Jesse Show. To join the conversation, call 888-526-2151. Now, here's Terry and Jesse. Dr. French, Terry Barber, Jess Romero, you look like you're in a shade. I can barely see you, but maybe if you have a little <laughs> better lighting. I know like it's like uh, Dr. French, it reminds me of the uh, 
the show when you would be in a in a a, 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 a dark room and they'd say, "Guess who it is?" So, listen, welcome. <laughs> Yeah, it's part of the witness protection plan. So. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, that's there what I was going to say. Oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Jess. Hey, no, Dr. no, you're right, Terry. Terry, anybody who speaks like Dr. French, you're yeah. right. They have to do these shows from an undisclosed bunker <laughs> and under the witness protection program. You're, got, you're right. I actually, that's you're right. funny. I didn't pick that up. Thanks. <laughs> Doc, why don't you explain to our listeners, first of all, a little background, and then set the stage for this California lawmaker scrapping plans to require COVID-19 vaccinations for school children. Last week, I think it was Thursday, got scrapped. Give us a little background of yourself and the background of what was going on this past year year. So yeah, thanks. Thanks, Terry and Jesse. So as we all know, we've been living under uh, a fear of death for yeah. the last two years. Sure. And we have all been praying to end that fear of death. And that's what's happening. California, this, this, uh, this back down in California, just the latest example, it's going across the country and the federal government. We'll get into that. Uh, the truth eventually shines through the darkness. Amen. And that's what's happening. Um, and, and again, this is, you know, it goes back to the Bible, you know, in Hebrews 2, 14 through 15. Now, since children have flesh and blood, Christ too shared in their humanity so that by his death, he might destroy him who holds the power of death. That is the devil and free those who all their lives were held in slavery by their fear mm-hmm. of death. Mm-hmm. That is what we've been living through. So praise to all those people that have been praying to God to end this. Omicron was God's gift to the world mm-hmm. to end this demonic fear of death that was perpetuated. Um, and we'll get into some of the problems with, <laughs> with this fear of death is in our youth, it's caused, it's going to cause more deaths from suicides and the other behavioral problems, drug overdoses, et cetera, sure. than COVID was ever going to cause. Well said. So we're, we're, we'll talk about that. So what, what this is, is, you know, I've been involved, as you know, in a couple of uh, suits against, uh, I think against school districts, you know, mandating vaccines, again, experimental vaccines, which we've never done in the past. We used to always debate in medicine, we used to always debate the issue of, you know, what's the best treatment, what we call a risk benefit ratio, because every treatment you give has side effects, good, good effects and bad effects. And so we didn't do that. And I, I think it's really important, though, to kind of go back and, and why are we, you know, why did we end up where we did um, up until the last really month or so this, this collapse of the narrative? And again, praise Praise the Holy Spirit. That's what's happening. Truth eventually shines through. Amen. So, 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 what happened is that um, is that we are living in an increasingly secular society, and so um, and 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 Satan has always caused different spiritual battles, and this is just a yet another spiritual battle. We got to remember, we're not fighting the governor. We're not fighting. We're not fighting uh, Fauci. We're not fighting the people that are lying in, in our in our government about uh, COVID and the ones. Uh, it's it's really powers and principalities, right? Just like Ephesians six uh, twelve says. So that's what we got to remember. And so again, like I said, the good news is our prayers were answered. Um, that you know that this narrative is falling apart because it's it's based on half truths, and we'll go into that a little bit. So. So how did we get here? Well, again, when you have a secular society, there is no God, mm-hmm. then that means there's no resurrection. 
That means there's no defeat of death. <laughs> that means there's no Eucharist. God won't always be with us. And so uh, we have to turn because, you know, we humans understand that we didn't create ourselves, at least the ones that are honest about it. <laughs> and, and, um, and so we have to turn to another God. So if you've deposed God, you've got to make something else the God. And what, you know, that what Satan has done through the years. And now what's happened is two things are God. Man is now his own God. That's back to Adam and Eve, right? That's what yep. happened in Genesis three, right? Yep. I can be God without God. Well, uh, but man understands science. So now science is the new religion. So we replace, you know, Catholicism with science and we even have high priests. So like Fauci is the high priest of <laughs> science. And remember, he said that he was infallible. Remember, he said, Absolutely. if you realize what I'm saying, yep. you must be criticizing science. I represent science. Yeah. Wow. And so he's the new high priest. But again, we know that the truth comes from God. You know, yeah. John 6, uh, 1837, yep. you know, when, when Pontius Pilate is interviewing uh, interrogating jesus uh you know pontius pilate says you know so you say you're king and what does jesus answer you say i'm my king for this is i came into the world to proclaim the truth he didn't say he came to solve the environment he didn't say he came to feed the poor <laughs> Those are all things we do. He came to, because you can't live without the truth. And that's what we're seeing in spades with what's happened with COVID. Yep. People were literally scared out of their minds. Adolescent girls had a 55-0% increase in suicide. Wow. Far more deaths from suicides yeah. than from COVID. COVID, it turns out in your age 30, is less lead influence was in the pandemic of uh, uh, 1918, 1920. Wow. That's the truth. Yeah. But you never heard the truth because again, since science is religion, if you went against the narrative in religion, right, yeah. you got shut down. That's right. Now, when you're, when you're the high priest of that religion, you get to say whatever you want. And even if you tell a lie, like remember Fauci admitted because he was trying to save the mass for the... Um, Medical healthcare yeah. workers, right? That's, that's a lie. Uh, Doctor, let me let me jump way. in. Your your signals kind of yeah, your signals kind of going we in and out. Doc, hang on one second. Jess, we've mentioned this before. I like his point though uh, about a high priest because you know if we can't worship the true God, well we're we're going to worship ourselves. Let's see if the connection is a little better. Your thoughts, Jess? Yeah. But Dr. French is making a, a brilliant connection because in Western civilization with the whole, you know, God is dead. Yep. You know, this 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 uh, famous uh, mantra that goes back to Nietzsche, but which was resurrected back in the 60s. Yep. Well, guess what? Western civilization, since they scream that God is dead, these secular humanists. They, but man is a religious being. That's what St. Thomas Aquinas says. So man has to devise an That's alternative right. God, right. an alternative religion, and they found it with the whole COVID-19 religious cult. Dr. French? Yes, that's absolutely that's absolutely what happened. And and unfortunately, they're not infallible. People need to understand what science is and what science does, what science can do and what can't what it can't do. So number one, uh, science is a messy 
process. It's an iterative process, right? You know, what's, what is science? You have a hypothesis, right? You come up with an experiment, you then observe the results of that experiment and you come up with conclusions. Well, remember in the midst of that is observation. Are the human faculties of observation perfect? No, because you can have both conscious and unconscious bias. So we learned like, for example, in, in medical school, we learned that 50% of what was dogma for medicine at that time will be uh, disproven within five years, 50%. And I think that's even accelerated today. I mean, just look at COVID itself. Remember early on in COVID uh, when we all thought, you know, there was going to be, it was a high number of deaths, but they even predict even higher. I think it's something like 5 million people were supposed yeah. to die in England or something like that. Mm -hmm. Well, we found out, no, that wasn't true, but we never changed the narrative on that. Uh, second thing, we never talked about natural immunity. And again, when did that happen? The, the great news about that, I don't know if you know about this, but there's a viral video out there about Fauci who uh, all this, throughout this I pandemic, saw it, yeah. His, yeah, his head's demurred about, well, natural, <laughs> we don't know if it's effective, we don't know. Yeah. Well, in this video back when he's a lot younger and telling some of the truth, he said, uh, this, this, this uh, interviewer on ABC is saying, yep. you know, um, uh, well, this person had uh, influenza. Should they get the shot? Absolutely not. Natural immunity is superior to, to, I, I was laughing. Superior to a vaccine. Exactly. What happened to that Dr. Fauci? Yeah. So, I mean, personality. he is admitting it there, but now <laughs> suddenly this virus violates all natural laws. So back to what science did. Sure. Science can discover what natural laws are. And again, if, if we draw, discover what natural laws are, God, if God created the universe, science will eventually point to that. But what science can't do, and this is really critical, science can't answer the why question, right? Right. right. We can't answer why is there life? So it, it, what I say in, in a lot of my talks, I say five billion years ago, roughly, uh, uh, when we were all born, uh, five billion years ago, the earth was just... Uh, rocks and water, inanimate objects, material, material, right? How do you get walking, talking, thinking, <laughs> self-reflecting rocks? Yeah, really. How do you get there? How do you get there? So we know how the material body could come about, but how do you get how do you get that that self thinking? How how do atoms? How do um, electrons spinning around a nucleus cause thought? Right? Yep. It's it's not part of the material world, and that's what's happened. We've lost, you know, with what part of what what we lost with the Protestant revolt was that we lost the sense of the supernatural of the sacred, that it wasn't just a material world, and that's why now the the ends of that fruit is that. There is only the material world. And, and so that's where that's where you can have the cult of science because science can deal with the natural world, right? right? But it can't deal with the supernatural world. So you got to eliminate the possibility of the supernatural world so that, um, so that you know, you can have, uh, you know, can have scientists that, you know, tell you what's the best thing to, and can, you know, potentially save your life. You, you, you don't have to die. Well, wait a minute. Did we actually say people, I, it took me a long time as a doctor, but I figured out all my patients eventually die. You think? So, so, so the real, the real issue is yeah. if, if there is an afterlife, then 
That's what's really important about what Amen. you're doing on earth. You nailed and that's what we've lost the sense of. And that's, so that's, that's what that Hebrews, that's what that, uh, that passage in Hebrews is talking about is that, you know, yeah, your body's going to pass away. But number one, we have evidence that it comes back in both the shroud of Turin and the image on the shroud of Turin and in the Eucharist, the 21st century Eucharistic miracles. Yep. We have evidence of the soul in your death experiences. So there is life both for your spirit, you know, your soul, as well as your body. So either, you know, Jesus was, you know, was, is the second person of the Trinity or he's not. And, and, and we have all this evidence. That's why the Shroud of Turin exists. That's why these Eucharistic miracles, because again, God loves us so much. He knew we were going to be in this age where science has just proven all that. Well, no, it's actually done the opposite. The, the true science, which again is an iterative process, shows that the Shroud of Turin really is the burial cloth of Jesus. The image on there really is the um, evidence of the resurrection. These Eucharistic miracles really do show the blood and body of Jesus Christ. Um, that connection, I think I've mentioned that before. You have. Just, we're we're going to come right back after a quick break with Dr. French. Welcome back to the Terry and Jesse Show. To join the conversation, call 888 888- Five two six two one five one. Now, here's Terry and Jesse. Welcome back to the Terry and Jesse Show. Dr. French is here sharing with us natural law. But one thing I'd like to ask you to talk about truth, because we're going to be coming later in the show to talk about this COVID-19 and the, uh, uh, the shot that people are, are supposedly should be getting and they're not going to get now. So can we talk about objective truth? Yeah, great. Thanks. And, and then it ties into what we were talking about. What can science do? It can eventually get to the truth of natural laws, but it's an iterative process. Yeah. But we know that the person of Jesus Christ is the truth. And so back to that, to that uh, John 18, 37. So again, you say that I am a king for this. I was born and for this I uh, and for this I came into the world to bear witness to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth hears my voice. Well, what does Pilate say right after that? Quid es veritas. Mm-hmm. What is what truth? Is truth? Yeah, that's truth? relativism. Right. And that's what we're living today. Yep. So what we're saying is that, that government scientists have the fullness of truth. Everyone else does not. And yet in years past, like I always like to say back in the dark ages, like 2019 in <laughs> medicine, you know, yeah. where we used to debate which treatments were the best, what was the risk benefit ratio for different treatments? No, no, no. We know infallibly what's the best thing to do. And that's the narrative that's falling apart. Because again, yet, you know, when they predicted that everyone was going to die of Omicron, it didn't happen. Nope. They, then they said, well, no, these other new variants are going to, well, again, that's against natural law. Viruses mutate to become more infective and less lethal. And that's because viruses can't replicate on their own. Humans can replicate between when two humans get together. Two viruses can't cause replication. They need a host. So if you kill all your hosts, you die. That's what Ebola does. That's why Ebola is really easy to contain because virtually everyone who gets Ebola dies. And so it doesn't spread. So So what's happened now is again, Thank you, Lord. Omicron has now become the fifth circulating cold virus. So with the original two versions, the the original COVID and then the Delta, the Delta was just as lethal. 
uh, as uh, as the uh, original virus, and because it followed that part of the natural law of being more infective, that's why a lot more people got had problems with that. But then with Omicron, you know, again through God's intervention, not not our scientists, um, that the virus naturally evolved into a far it's an upper respiratory infection rather than a lower respiratory infection. So so. Um, I like to quote Einstein about uh, the definition of insanity. So <laughs> we now know, despite what we heard from our uh, national public health leaders, that uh, that the vaccine would stop you from getting infected. No, <laughs> it didn't do that. Nope. Um, uh, that that uh, um, that we have we we also have that the virus will um, mutate and become more infective and that's happening, but they never talked about the lethality. And now they're forced to because it is less lethal. There's, you know, if, trust me, if the hospitals were filling up with people in the ICU, that's what you'd hear that nonstop on the news. You're not hearing that nonstop on the news. So that's what's happening. And, and that's why they're having to back off. That's why they've dropped the mask requirements. Um, even though, you know, two years ago has proven the only masks that work are the N95 masks because the virus particle is too small. <laughs> but, you know, but, but anyway, because hey, it aerosolizes. Don't let anybody hear that. Oh my God. You're not, you're yeah. absolutely right, doc. But see, this is the point we're trying to make here. And Jess, I'm, my take is, is the truth never got out about this and now they're being forced to deal with it. Is that a fair statement? Right. Yeah, that's exactly what's going on. It really, uh, it, they're they're being forced to, because again, people are going, okay, wait a minute here. Uh, um, I don't know any, you know, but we do know people who are having complications from the vaccine now, and that's starting to come to light. Yes. And and if you look at in Britain, I mean, there's every every I, I keep a track of all these articles. Mm -hmm. And sadly, most of the articles are from other countries yeah. because they're more honest than they are. Like Israel, even Britain, yeah. uh, the Norwegians, all, you know, I mean, the, uh, Northern Europeans. It's just sad because we are, we used to be the world's leaders in medicine, but now we're, the medicine doctors have become politicians. It just, it's incredible. Doc, let me ask you this. We noticed uh, that a lot of athletes this year, a high number of athletes just collapsed. And uh, many of them, uh, the statistics show that they were vaccinated. Many of them got hurt by that. What do you know about that? Well, again, um, the information has been suppressed, yep. but we do know, um, and I even know anecdotally, and I have other doctors, and I, I know more people who've had adverse reactions to the vaccine than yep. I know died of COVID. Frankly. Yeah, I bet. So, so, um, so uh, you know, over 80, that, that, that statistic changes, or, you know, uh, or again, people with, um, with you know heart disease or other conditions so and unfortunately one of the things that it also was hidden is that young people if you if you take out all the high risk young people those you know with cancer sure. heart disease other issues but also one of them is obesity yeah big. unfortunately we don't know why because again this this virus most likely was adapted from bats to humans um uh it, it for some reason it looks like it attaches to fat cells for some, we don't know why. We understand why diabetes, because with diabetics, their immune system is suppressed. Sure. For some reason, just being obese is a risk factor. Well, if you take those out under the age of 30, 
there's been almost zero deaths of people under the age of 30. All the you know, young people hear about dying, they had something else. They had cancer, they had, yeah. you know, you know, they had that serious medical condition. And those people were helped by the vaccine. So, but again, back to uh, Einstein's statement, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and not and uh, expecting uh, and expecting this uh, different result. Well, that's what we're doing with this vaccine and the boosters. It's the same version. That original version is now mutated, so the vaccines don't prevent infection, and yet they still want to give boosters. Now they're going to come up with new versions, but again, why do you need to vaccinate against what's now become the common cold? I don't understand. Show me the studies that it's going to decrease death versus, and then secondly, um, natural immunity. There's now so many people that have had Omicron, thank God, that, that they now have better immunity as young Dr. Fauci said. <laughs> the old Dr. Fauci has, has gotten wiser. So um, those, those, uh, those people are, are now, they're not going to have it. So, so there are, there's going to be people that need the vaccine, people that have cancer and, and those things. But, but for, for most people, it should be a risk-benefit analysis with that individual patient and their individual doctor, not government dictate. And that's really what happened with the lifting of the mask mandate. It's like the government was overreach. But again, it's a religion, and it's based yeah. on relativism. My view is right. Your view is wrong. Yeah, simple as that. There is no absolute truth. I'm the definer yeah. of who truth is. That's where we are, where we are today. Yeah. I, want to, I want to prove that Dr. French is absolutely right, that the left sees this as a religion. Uh, I, I, remember, I remember a few months ago, Kathy Hochul, uh, the governor for New York, she gave a, a, a lecture on this on the whole corona issue and as as she gave the lecture you could see she was trying to act like a preacher she didn't wear a cross around her neck she wore a vaccination necklace around her neck and she and she also she spoke like a preacher not like a politician yeah. she she said this uh, to she goes and I wear my vaccinated necklace all the time to say I'm vaccinated all of you yes I know you're vaccinated. You're the smart ones. But you know there are people out there who, are, who aren't listening to God. And what God wants, you know this. You know who they are. I need you to be my apostles. I need you to go out and talk about it and say we owe this to each other. We love each other. Jesus taught us to love one another. And how do you do that love? But to care about each other enough to say, please get vaccinated because I love you. I want you to live. That was from <laughs> Kathy Hochul, yeah. the governor of New York, who was trying to emulate a preacher. Absolutely, she's exhibit A. This is the religion of the left. I think she's Catholic also. I think she's actually Catholic. It doesn't well. surprise me. Another apostate. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and it, you're absolutely right. That's exactly what's going on. And sadly, it's infected the medical profession. Uh, there's several articles in JAMA. I'm ashamed even to read them. They're talking about scarce resources. And should we give scarce resources to people who didn't take the vaccine? I, I kid you not. I mean, it's like, I mean, how is this different from Nazi Germany and the Soviet Union? I, I just, I really don't see the difference. Yeah. I mean, this is incredible that government knows best 
your your life or death depends on what government says. I mean, Xi Jinping, he does the same thing. I mean, how is this different from what they're doing? You know, they're doing extreme lockdowns down there. People are dying. They don't care. Yeah. <laughs> and same with us. Have we, do we ever reassess? I mean, what we used to do, again, back in the dark ages prior to 2019, before we became so enlightened, um, <laughs> that, uh, that we would say, well, wait a minute. Is this really working? Are we really preventing deaths? No. Are we causing more harm? Yes, but no. Anytime, anytime someone raised their hand, they got whacked. It's a religion. And it's, and again, where does it come from? Satan. And, that, and these people are unwitting. Most of them are unwitting. Uh, there's probably a few that are witting, <laughs> but most of them, I think, are just, they're just following the herd. And, and, and again, this has been whipped up and everyone says the same thing and you can't blame people. It's just, but again, what do we do? In the, in the first and second century, when, when, you know, when we Catholics understood that death had been defeated, they did not close their churches, did nope. not close their churches during the pandemics. And the one in Rome in the 400s, 70 to 90, 70 to 90% of the people were dying. They still had Eucharistic processions. They still had mass because they knew that this life is temporary. You are, there is a resurrection and you do have an eternal soul. We're eternal beings. We've forgotten that. And that's Amen. what they're trying to beat out of us. Yeah. And we've got to keep proclaiming the truth. No, you're not in charge of death. Yeah. What's that, with that statement, Matthew 10, you know, not a sparrow falls. God's in charge, you know, and the good thing about truth is it's binary. <laughs> That's Either right. There is a God or there isn't. You know, it's just like you can't. Doc, let, let me jump in. We're going to take a quick break. I want to have you for the last segment to talk about what happened regarding California lawmakers scrapping plan to require COVID-19 vaccinations for our children, school children. Wait, I know you had something involved with that through God's grace. So share with that when we come back on the Terry and Jesse show on Virgin, most powerful radio. Stay with us, family. We'll be back in a minute. Welcome back to the Terry and Jesse show. To join the conversation, call 888-526-2151. Now, here's Terry and Jesse. Welcome back indeed. Dr. French is with us. I want to remind everybody, June 18th, we have a men's conference. Jesse Romero, Ruben Navin, myself will be giving us some talks. So mom, sign your husband up for a Father's Day gift so that he can come to a good men's conference. Also, we have the May 7th conference on marriage, and we are going to be having uh, Dr. Sandoval there. So take a look at the vmpr.org's website, and uh, you can check out all the events that are taking place. Doc, before the break hit, I wanted to ask you the tie-in with what's happened in last Thursday when California lawmakers scrapped plans to require COVID-19 vaccination for school children. What made them scrap it? Yeah, so great question. It's because of all the lawsuits uh, that have been filed and um, and we were prevailing Good. in almost every one of them. And so what's happened is the courts have been, you know, that's the good good news about our government is that there's separation of powers mm -hmm. and the courts, well, sometimes you get ideologues, uh, you know, on the first level or whatever, but eventually you get high enough up and, and, and they actually have to try to adjudicate what is truth, right? To balance, you have to balance what is truth. Right. And, and sometimes they get it wrong, but, but most of the time they're getting it right. And we get a fair hearing. 
Um, and so, I mean, every, every case, and I've been involved in a number of them, mm-hmm. we're winning because, yeah. uh, because the, the truth, <laughs> it's hard to fight. I mean, they, you know, there's so many studies, again, as I mentioned, unfortunately, most of these studies aren't from the United States, but, but there's even a few from the United States sure. uh, showing like, for example, there was one at the Cleveland Clinic showing, you know, healthcare workers were not infecting people. They did have immunity. You remember where they're trying to force all the healthcare workers. Right. And so, uh, and this, and, and, and then, and then the mask mandate for children, you know, it was save grandma, just like Jesse was saying, save grandma, you know, vaccinate mask. Well, children weren't passing. It was, you know, weren't passing COVID to other people any more than anybody else. It was what, what the community was doing. Um, uh, uh, particularly young children, adolescents, was, there was, again, community spread. And then number three, that, uh, that, um, that it protects you. And, and again, they had such robust immunity, they didn't need the protection from the vaccine, because again, they didn't do trials. And now the trials have come out and shown that it's true. And then they even try to subvert those by mixing people that have recovered with people who are boosted and say, oh, they have even better it's because they had the natural immunity, not because of the boosting from a from a vaccine. Right. And it's just they're just lying. It's again, a lot of it's lies of omission. Those are the most dangerous lies. Like the natural immunity thing is a definitely a lie of omission. It's just you don't talk about it, you don't act like it exists. If you haven't been vaccinated, you're not immune. Well, wait a minute, you know. Mm-hmm. And and they also took the all lies of omission, again, natural natural history, natural immunity, natural uh, immunology demonstrates that the T cells are really critical in long-term memory uh, for viruses in particular, and also in the defense. Well, um, the vaccines don't stimulate the T cells like natural immunity does. And that's partly why natural immunity is superior to vaccine immunity. And also when you think about it, the virus enters through the nose. They're giving you an injection of a foreign protein in your arm and your muscles. Mm-hmm. And, and so the T cells learn to kill those cells, what they're called natural T cells. They kill the cells at the nose. Mm-hmm. But when you do it in the muscle, what happens is they get trained to kill muscle cells. That's why we're seeing myocarditis in young people getting the vaccine, oh. which is an infl- inflammation. And again, we've never seen that with a vaccine, never. Uh, viruses, COVID-19 gives myocarditis, but now we're seeing with vaccines and, and the estimates are there's a huge number of, of people over time are going to develop this again, because there's there's now evidence that some of these cells are still producing the, the, the protein. I mean, the studies are so suppressed, you have to look hard and, and far, but, but basically the whole fact that the, the vaccine works for everybody and lasts forever is totally destroyed, and so they had to capitulate. There's no evidence, and and the and the parents were standing up. You know, thank God for the parents. Yes, they realized they realized that you know that our, that that why do our kids need to take an experimental vaccine? That's that was not allowed after the Nuremberg trials, and yet we're doing that. It's an experimental well, vaccine. You can't mandate that on 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 people, particularly children, where there's no long-term trials. You can't mandate that. Doc, let me just ask a question that some of our listeners are probably thinking. 
How do we stop this in the future? How do we, I mean, this got ramrodded right through us and nobody could do anything other than we took some lawsuits and it took two years to get this all resolved. What can we do to prevent how, this How do you happening? stop it? Elections have consequences. We got to get the Democrats out of power. That's how we stop it. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's simple. Yeah. And we also need to have oversight of our uh, public health officials. That's the other thing. Um, we we need to have on, on the ground frontline doctors like myself who dealt with COVID throughout all this and mm-hmm. did the prevention measures and got people vaccinated that did it, that needed it and, and, and advised them not to if they didn't need to, you know. And so we need to have honest double check on our government. And, um, and, uh, and I think that will happen. I think that's a, that's a, but I think also what we need to do as Catholics is we need to educate the rest of our fellow Americans that there really is life after death. That's yeah, really the fundamental that the thing yep. that's come out is the really way to prevent this in the future. Just like what happened the first couple of centuries, people realize, you know what? I die. So what? people would sing on their way to martyrdom because they knew mm. and we've lost that, that, <laughs> Hey, I'm just here temporarily. My, I'm trying to get myself and my family, as many people as I can, to heaven. That's what people have lost sight of, not how much money you make and not how big a car you drive and how popular you are on Facebook. Yeah. This is what's important. And I, that's what we have to get back. That's why it's Amen. a grace that we have, this Eucharistic coherence yeah. going over the next few years. We've got to understand that our purpose is not to be a social service agency. Our purpose is to get people to heaven. Amen. Bro. That's that's why that verse that you quote, you started off the show with Hebrews chapter five, verse seven and nine. That was powerful. I love to see a medical doctor like you whose intellect has been purified by the Catholic faith because you started off this entire interview with scripture and you've been appealing to scripture <laughs> as a medical doctor. That warms my heart. Amen. The verse that the doctor quoted in Hebrews chapter five, verse seven and nine, it, it essentially juxtaposes Adam who had this ungodly fear of death and Jesus who faced that death because he knew that there's life after that because he's a son of God and he knows about the resurrection. And I think the globalists, these great reset people, the left, they've, they've preyed on this, this, this fear of the average American who is now a secular humanist. They've abandoned any notion of faith. Yep. And so we were like sitting ducks for something like this to, to, It'll be overcome with mass psychosis and mass fear because most people, again, have lost sight of eternal life and the, and the promises of Christ. That the only way you can overcome this, like the doctor said, is by appealing to the to the promises of Jesus Christ and the fact of the resurrection. Apart from that, there is no human solution to overcome the the, the phobia of fear. Thank you. Who, who's, who's the author of life? God. Amen. So that's where you're going to get it. It's not going to come from a human. It's, right. it's God's the author of life. And we've lost sight of that. Hey, you know, Fulton Sheen said it this way, never before in history has the spiritual been so unprotected against the political. Never before has the political been so usurped by the spiritual. It is not religion that is meddling in politics. It's politics that's meddling in religion. Well, it's created a false religion. Exactly. That's what's happening. It's a false religion. Yep. So that's what's going on. And yeah, and, and you know, we've got to open up people's eyes. That's the real well, long-term uh, solution because yep. 
the devil's going to come up with another attack. Yeah. And this fear of death has been going on for 2000 yeah. years. It's time to end it. <laughs> Amen. Doc, how can people get to go to some of your seminars? You've done them here at the chapel on the shroud, on the Eucharist. How can they, how can they get information on your, um, your visits to parishes? Uh, they can, they can send me, uh, uh, on my email. They can email me at Scott at modulacenter.com. Excellent. And, um, and I'll respond. Uh, but yeah, I do talks all over because again, people, when they hear the truth, yep. know it. That's just and people have not been hearing the truth for a long time yep. and, and we need to proclaim it. And the laity needs to, to serve as, as a help to our clergy because, uh, some of them have been persecuted by, you know, going, going with the truth. And so we need to, this, this is that, you know, Satan works against, you know, everybody, every, yep. you know, a lot of people have been seduced knowingly and unknowingly. A lot of people, they don't realize that they're following his plan. You know, fear, what, what's most common saying in the Bible, peace be with you. Yep. Fear, yes. division, hatred. Where's that come from? Satan. That's what's yep. going on. It's not from humans. We're not fighting humans. We nope. are fighting Satan. And, and he's, and he's, I, God is already defeating him. So we got to keep it up, but we got to keep, we got to, we got to re-evangelize Catholics. 50% voted for death in the last election. Great. 50%. We've got to re-evangelize Catholics and we got to re-evangelize um, the rest of our Christian brethren because, um, you know, death has been defeated. Really is. Yeah. So. Jesus, I trust in thee. Yes, yeah, yeah. Final I trust in you. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, uh, it, it, all, it ultimately comes down to, the fact that uh, who do you trust? Do you tr- uh, The Psalms tell us over and over again, do not put your trust in men. Put your trust in God. Do not put your trust in princes. Trust in God. Uh, man gets it right some of the time. God gets it right all of the time. <laughs> so, so when it comes to what happens after my body dies, I'm going to trust in the person, God, who's got it right 100% of the time, not in man, who's hit and miss on this topic. <laughs> but wait a minute. We got, we got infallible people leading, our, leading this response to COVID. Come on. <laughs> I trust 100% in them. Come on. What's wrong? <laughs> I love it. Doc, they're, thank they're you. Not been wrong. They've never been wrong. I mean, they, you know. So. <laughs> yeah, give me a break. I want to thank you for being so generous with us here at Virgin Most Powerful, Doc. You've been so good to share your knowledge on not just the medical, but the scripture. And also, you've actually shared his your conversion. It's all on our website. If you go to vmpr.org and look at past shows with Dr. Scott. Great man. Doc, thanks for joining us here. Thank you. And Jess, I'm going to ask you the final question, brother. It's the ultimate one. What state should we be living in, brother? Let's live in a state of grace. Don't live in a state of mortal sin. Remember, as St. Peter says, save yourself from this corrupt generation. And the last thing that I will tell you is become holy or die trying. What else is there? Amen. And don't forget our lady. I always bring her in. She said at Fatima, souls are going to hell because no one's there to pray and make sacrifices. Are you willing to step up to the plate and make those sacrifices? I hope you say yes, because the benefits are out of this world. I mean, think about all the conversions that take place with an explanation of someone praying for them. Keep doing what you're doing. May God richly bless you. And thanks for joining us again on the Terry and Jesse Show here on Virgin Radio. God love you and your family.